Welcome to the Table Podcast. We hope what you hear today inspires joy in your heart and causes you to be convinced that God is good and He is for you. Enjoy the message. Hey guys, it's Siobhan, the young adult pastor for the table. Hope you are well. So excited to be sharing encouragement with you today. We are in a series called One on One, and this is part three of the series. If you haven't had a chance, uh, go back and listen to parts one and two on our podcast. Just search the table one word and they should be available anywhere podcasts are available. So as I promised, we are going to get into the more practical aspect this week of spending one on one time with the Lord. You know, last week we surveyed the life of Mary and we saw her posture before Jesus in person. But we have some challenges with our uh, relationship with God because he's not here on earth. So I want to talk through some things and give you a little bit of encouragement about what that looks like. Uh, not necessarily a formula, but an encouragement for how we can begin that journey with God. The first thing I can say is we definitely have to give ourselves grace. Uh, I think sometimes we take ourselves so seriously and we get so frustrated about an outcome when we realize that the secret place in spending time with God is actually an investment. And if you know anything about an investment, you don't always see an immediate return. Sometimes it's years or months down the line before you see what you really invested in, but it's always worth it in the end. The second thing is that, you know, we're not approaching our relationship with God for any other goal other than to know him and to be known. And I think that he keeps it simple with us and we don't have to make it complex and something that's daunting and overwhelming. It can actually be an enjoyable and peaceful process. You know, Matthew chapter six says that um, Jesus was instructing us on like, how do we pray? How do we get close to God? He says, go in your innermost chamber and shut your door. Or the NLT version says, when you get alone to yourself, shut your door and spend time with God, you know. And I know what happens when we shut our door initially is that the outside world's distractions have gone away. But what about the distractions in our own mind? I think that that's one of our bigger challenges, even than the distractions outside. Let's say I turn off my phone and I shut the door and I'm ready to spend time with the Lord. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that my mind is shutting off, right? I still have a a hundred things going through my head so many questions, so many things that I'm dealing with, problems that I have. And one of the things that I've learned is that it's okay to not acknowledge those things, but that's not what we should be dwelling on. So the good thing about spending time alone with God is you really get to see what you've been thinking, what your heart has been processing, what's been going on in your life, the things that really matter to you. Distractions help us realize what we've been meditating on. And when we realize that, we have two options. We have the option to, you know, accept those things or reject those things. And so, you know, mindfulness is not about just emptying our minds of everything, but mindfulness is about filling our minds with the right things. And Philippians 4, 8 kind of gives us a guide of the things that we should be um, thinking on. And it says uh, in Philippians 4, verse 8, it says this. It says, so keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic, real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, holy, merciful, and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. So sometimes when we feel like we're overwhelmed with thoughts and all those things, the first thing that we can do is to start thinking about God himself, about his goodness, about what he's done for us, about who he is. And sometimes if we don't have a reference for that, we can just begin with a scripture that we can meditate on or think of. But the goal is to reshift our focus from what overwhelms us to what we know what we can be secure in, what we can find hope in and encouraging in. Sometimes I even go back to Psalms 23. 
Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. Or even sometimes I just start sharing with God the things that I've been going through. And when I begin to externally process those things, I believe that there's a presence that just comes in and he's listening to us. He hears us. He's very compassionate. He wants to know what's going on in our hearts. And he wants us to reveal that to him, even though he's a God who knows all. He definitely wants you to be the one to share with him. Uh, the other thing that I find encouraging about spending time in the secret place is that silence is acceptable. Uh, once I've cleared my mind of all the things and I've just set myself to say, okay, God, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your heart from me. It is okay to sit in silence and just begin to process that. Sometimes people will use worship music. Uh, sometimes there's just um, I use the sound of rain or nature or anything else that temporarily just kind of shuts down some of those other like thoughts that I've been having and just helps me to reshift and focus. But one thing that I've learned is being okay with the silence is actually a great thing. The other thing that I realize is that there's this practice of us being intentional about taking into account the things in our hearts that maybe we haven't asked God for or maybe that we forgot we've asked God for. And now we have a chance to just lay some things out on the line. Uh, personally, for me, I've just been saying, God, I don't really know what plans you have for my future. I thought that I had an idea of what we would be doing together, but this new turn of events has actually shifted that and delayed some things that I've wanted to do. So practically, what do I do uh, to maintain focus? What do I do to really get realigned with what you have for me? And other times when I'm with the Lord, I just sing. Uh, just whatever comes to my head, whatever comes to my heart, I just sing and cry out to him. And the cool thing about this whole experience is that there's no wrong way to do it. Uh, the intentionality of meeting with God with shutting your door is almost a guarantee that he's going to meet you right where you are, that he is going to provide his presence and his peace and give you a listening ear. I don't know about you, but for me, God is the best listener. Uh, I could ramble on and on and on as I externally process. <laughs> I normally do. And he never says, okay, Shimon, you already said that. Or you talked to me about that yesterday. Or do you have something else to talk about? Um, he's very patient and gracious uh, with me. The other thing that I've noticed um, about spending time with the Lord is that you really get to figure out what you've been hurt by who you've been hurt by, situations that have disappointed you. Uh, sometimes when you're talking to the Lord and you're just thinking out loud, things have a tendency just to spill out. Um, you know, things that with the hustle and bustle and the busyness of everything that we have going on, sometimes we just ignore that. And uh, it's been good for God to be able to say, hey, let's pause. Let's talk about this particular thing that you just said. And a lot of times it catches me off guard because I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was disappointing in your timing or I didn't realize that I was struggling with comparison mm. because I've been on social media a lot more uh, during COVID-19. I find myself comparing myself to other people's experiences, uh, to their relationships, all sorts of things that I didn't even know were going on in my heart until I actually sat down with God and started processing. Uh, another thing that I think is really practical is journaling. 
not, I'm not really emotionally connected a lot. So sometimes I have to write down in a journal what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing. And sometimes I have to go back and read what I wrote because I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that this was something that I was dealing with, um, that I had an issue with. And so uh, when I approach the Lord in prayer in this secret place, uh, sometimes it's requests for my family members, uh, the needs that that they have uh, for my friends. But then there's other times where I'm just brave enough to pray like David to say, God, search me, search my heart. Like it says in 139, see if there's any way about me that's not like you and lead me in the everlasting way. And he'll just start to pinpoint things like, you know, if I have jealousy or if I've been bitter about something and you know, it's not always about the bad things. More often than not, when I'm in the quiet place with God, he just says, hey, I love you. And I'm like, wow, I need to be reminded of that. Or my grace is sufficient for you, Siobhan. You're beating yourself up for mistakes that you've made. You've been beating yourself up for things that you've done uh, or haven't done. You know, there's been so much pressure with COVID-19, even for me personally, to try and make sure that I'm doing everything I can to still support and encourage everyone while processing my own things, you know, alone. And so just feeling the pressure and the weight of thinking, oh gosh, you know, I haven't called enough people or I haven't reached out to this person or that person or, you know, just being overwhelmed with trying to make sure that everyone else is okay, that the Lord has to tell me to pause, to consider myself, to consider him. Another thing that I think is really cool that we can do that I've done before is like using our imagination. Uh, sometimes I've pictured myself like on a park bench, you know, with God, uh, just sharing things with him, talking to him and just getting his insight on things that, you know, I just want to know or just asking fun questions, uh, not always expecting an immediate answer, but just being able to process things and, you know, share my heart with the Lord. Uh, another thing that you can do in the secret place um, is read scripture. Um, Psalm 91, I think has been like resounding scripture that everyone has been reading and rereading and just like diving into the God's promises. And it just says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Uh, meaning that we have safety, we have refuge when we decide to dwell, you know, in the secret place to remain there, to spend time. Uh, the last thing that I've done, I think just practically in meditation and time with the Lord is just to lay still. Everything else in the world is so busy. My mind is so busy. There's been times where I just focus on my breathing and I just remember the Lord gave me this breath that he's closer than my breath. And, you know, I, I've developed these things over years and years and years of just being intentional about spending time with the Lord. And one thing that I do appreciate is that you can be spontaneous. You can go out in nature. You can go for a walk. I think, um, you know, there's so many ways that you can just invite God into your everyday life. But there is something special about saying I'm going to shut off everything else and reserve this time for you. Um, also, don't be discouraged about the duration or the length of time. I think uh, when I first started just praying and spending time with the Lord, man, I thought it was like an hour had passed and I looked at my phone and it was only 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's just like time doesn't really matter to God. He is looking at our hearts. And I think the more that we see fruitfulness from our intentional investment and engagement with God, we'll do it a lot more. Uh, one of the final things that I think is just really important about spending time alone with the Lord is to give him time to respond to you. 
I know so many times I go in, I say all what I want to say. I get all my requests out and then I'm like, okay, God, see you later. And he's like, uh, uh. what if he wants to say something to us? What if he wants to bring something back uh, to our minds that we had once forgotten? What if he just wants to reassure us that we are loved, that we are known, that we're worthy of his affection? And, and when I say hear from God, there's sometimes there's an inspired thought. Sometimes there's a scripture that pops up in my mind. Sometimes there's a memory of something that I encountered with the Lord. Or sometimes it's a word from a friend who encouraged me in a season of my life. And when I find myself back in those places, giving God the space to exercise his creativity to speak to me in many ways. And by speaking, I mean, there's just an impression on your heart. There may be an inspired thought, not saying that it will be an audible voice. And then there's also a tangible presence. God can really come in a room with you and you can sense like in your whole body that there's just peace and there's comfort that he's wrapping his arms around us. Uh, so many people have testimonies of just crying out to God and then just feeling a wave of peace. That is what he provides for us in himself and in his presence. And the last I guess I say last, last thing is that spending time, you know, in the quiet place with God practically changes us. Uh, when I spend that intentional time with him in the morning, uh, in the plethora of ways I already mentioned, I start out the day just with the right perspective, with so much more energy, with so much more joy, with a great perspective and outlook on things. When I don't give God that time, I can have a tendency to be super negative, uh, be short and patient. And so again, this time with the Lord is actually a practical investment in our own lives, in our own character, in our own hearts. And he can just provide so much healing, so much encouragement to us and just give us a safe place. You know, with all of this going on, don't we just need a safe place, a place to just be, a safe place where there's no judgment, where there's full acceptance, a place where there's joy, a place where there's just love. And I think that we can always guarantee that when we shut our door, he is there and that's what he provides. Uh, so hopefully this encourages you today. Um, I know it's a little bit unconventional from what we normally do and but so is life, right? <laughs> this is kind of where we are. This is what we're doing. And look forward to chatting with you again next week for sure. But I'd like to pray over you guys before we go. God, we just thank you so much that you're a God who is near to us. You're a God who loves us with an everlasting love. And you are overjoyed at any time that we decide to spend with you. Lord God, when we abide under the shadow of the Almighty, there's protection, there's a refuge, there's a place of belonging, there's a place of safety that we can only find in your presence. So God, make us people of your presence. Make us sons and daughters who seek after you, who desire to inquire, as the word says, in your temple, to know your heart for us, to know who we are in you. Inspire us, God, with dreams, visions, just ideas, creativity, and, and give us a chance to see you in a light that we've never seen you before. God, I believe that this investment, this one-on-one -on -one time investment with you is more important than anything else that we can accomplish or do for you. God, we will spend eternity with you face to face. So we might as well practice getting to know you now. And the best way to do that, as Jesus said, is to shut our doors. We give you glory, God, because we know that you're doing incredible things. Lord God, we pray for anyone who is sick among us. We pray for anyone who is just going through a difficult time. If they're filled with anxiety, depression, we just ask, Lord God, that you will come into the place and space where they are and, and 
and bring healing with your presence. Bring peace with your presence as we know that you will because you are faithful. Lord, eradicate COVID-19. Heal every person who has been afflicted, Lord God, family members, friends. Heal our worlds, God. We are in desperate need of you. We need to see your transformative power in our lives. But we will continue to give you the glory. We will continue to keep our focus on you. Lord, you tell us in your word that those who keep their minds on you will remain in perfect peace. So thank you, God, for reminding us that there's so much value of connecting with you daily in our unique, creative ways. You meet us where we are when we shut the door and let you in. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed, and I will definitely see you next week. God bless you. Please reach out to us if you have any prayer needs. Uh, direct message us on Facebook or Instagram. We would love to connect with you and hear from you so that we can be partnering with you during this time. Again, thank you so much for joining. We love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. At the table, we are discovering Jesus together. If you were encouraged by today's message, do us a favor and subscribe to this podcast. That way you never miss out on future episodes. Also, help us get the word out by sharing this podcast on your preferred social media platform. To keep up on what's happening in our community, you can follow us on Facebook at The Table or on Instagram at The Table CCLA.